This week on the reverse stick, I've got to admit, Matt, feeling a bit like Axl Rose this week. Why? Where do we go? Where do we go now? Greetings and welcome once again to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. My name is John Lee. I'm on my best behaviour this week because we had a fantastic response to our podcast last week, Matt. We might have picked up a new bunch of listeners, so we'd better be on our best behaviour. So that intro did nothing to help us with that whatsoever. Fortunately, we're not going to get hit by um, any of the regulators, any of those that are looking for the uh, performance rights because it sounded nothing like Guns N' Roses. No, probably not, which is a good thing. Not that, not that it was meant to, obviously. It's parody, doesn't it, where it comes in? Isn't not when you sing exactly the same words. Welcome to episode 174 <laughs> of The Reverse Stick, folks, the Global Hockey Podcast. My name is Matt Allen. Sitting opposite me is um, the Axel Rose impersonator extraordinaire, Mr. John Lee. I figured out I'm the host and you're the co-host. Is that what? Is that right? That's how it works. Well, I'll just flip well, that around. I want to put the hierarchy in place I'll here. just flip that around now, Axel. <laughs> How you going? You had a good hockey week? No. <laughs> Why not? No, I haven't. We talked about this earlier, about being a bit flat. I know, but the listener, the listener wasn't here in the room. Well, some listeners were in the room. Patrons. We've just done a... Um, oh, God help our patrons. We've just done a... We decided to... 45-minute recording. We say before we, we record. sit down and yeah. record. Some might call it a, a, a production meeting. Um, we don't. No. Let's hope the authorities never get to hear it. Right. Fun, fun and games. But yes, thank you for joining us, folks. Lots going on again in some of the murkier areas in Hockey Australia at the moment. We'll, we'll, we'll cover that. Not a lot of hockey going on um, internationally, but lots of announcements. No, but have you got some of this? News. The only news I've got, John, is looking at the EHLHockey.tv website right at this moment. The three headline articles um, that are in there is that uh, Campo, Club de Campo, are the top seeds for both the Copa del Reina and Copa del Rey uh, in this weekend coming up in Valencia. Hopefully we'll get to see some hash, um, hashtags live stream hockey. It's late for us, John, isn't it? It's, uh, what are we, 10.45pm Friday night. Yeah, not an ideal podcast recording. Been working. Time, uh, so, the, you know, the tongue may be a little bit loose. Uh, let's see how we go. Um, yeah, hopefully some hashtag live stream hockey follow at the Hockey Live on Twitter and on Facebook to get those links if they come through. Uh, Russian indoor hockey, that's underway, John. The, uh, the Kampong, um, uh, uh, appeal to get the three points back, that's been, uh, down to blow. Confirmed. Is that the COVID case where the player got told at halftime? Is that the one? We're I think that's about? the one, mate. That's okay. the one. Well done. That. You've got a good memory. Well done. Uh, that's all on ehlhockey.tv, John. Excellent. I don't know what. There's been a restart in England. So some of those we talked about last week about some of the leagues restarting, some waiting mm-hmm. to leave it till after Christmas. Some have restarted. It's Fair been enough. wonderful to be able to see those excited to be back out on the field, we just keep our fingers crossed that it's the right decision. You haven't got injured, um, and you went out and you gave it away. It's all right, mate. 
Donald Trump has delivered us the greatest modern medicine miracle of all time. Okay. So everything will be sweet. Okay. Just don't worry about it, folks. It's all good. You know what else is That's all good? That's where we go, the do 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 button, which is on the other pad. Just let me grab my tin hat. Um, there is some news on the FIH website, Matt. Is there, John? There is. Have you been there? The FIH website? Yeah. Many times. Okay. Have you been there recently? It's bookmarked. Oh, you're a Yeah, no, I have. I've got two or three things from the FIH website. We've got lots to talk about with you. Uh, sit back and relax, guys. It's, uh, this could be, uh, probably an hour and twenty, I reckon, coming anyway, up. Let's we'll, get, we'll, we'll, we should we'll get on with it. And, uh, just, just see how we go as we deteriorate through the show. Not that we condone betting on, at all, on any level, but I'll put ten bucks on that. We can get through it quickly. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, the watch.hockey fan vote is in and Ballinine's backhand voted best goal of the FIH Hockey okay. Pro League in 2020. How do you pronounce it? I'll just, we'll just go with that, John. It's fine. Well, it's voted the best goal of the Hockey Pro League in 2020. Oh, did you vote, John? No, because I'm not on watch.hockey. Oh, I don't have the app. But surely you can go, you can probably go to the website to vote. Well, I tried on, and I haven't that. been bothered since then. I don't so. think you even tried, and did the, you? You well, didn't try. The point is that, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm just not, not that interested. I was, I was getting some, uh, updates from Watch.Hockey this week and I think I tweeted something going, do I, do I really need to get a retweet of this thing for the voting thing to go on there? I'd just like to know when there's live games happening. Anyway, as, as a notification, can I select you. it? Go on, anyway. Look, this is important stuff. Well done. We've, we've had this fan vote for the goals for 2020. Um, watch hockey fans also, uh, voted for Gujarat's rapid G- strike. Good, good, yeah. Gujarat's voted second best of the men's FIH. Yeah, because first is best to come on the men's. Um, They're yet to come. Rabici's goals. Rebecca. Oh, Rebecca. <laughs> Carla Rebecca. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm using my Fremantle. I've got to be honest. Your screen is absolutely filthy. I don't know what that blob is. That's like a snot blob or something, right where you were trying. You're trying to read in this zone. Scroll down and read in the bottom zone of the screen. You know what I reckon that might be is when I tried to swap swap the fly out of the way. Okay, I'm I'm just saying nothing more. Um, Thankfully, we have a cover for the beautiful Roadcaster Pro. um, Look, we've got um, all sorts of goal of the year awards Ugh. going on, and then, and which is fantastic for 2020. And then we've got a story here. Wait, sorry, I'm just going to say though, the goal, these goal competitions popped up two days after the A to Z of hockey uh, poll appeared, and we'll come back to that. But yeah, carry on, on. keep now, on scrolling who's down. Who's wearing the tin hat now? Just keep scrolling down. Okay, Shh, so but, and to be honest, when all this started up, I was a bit. Uh, we don't like fan votes. For some reason, we have, we won't go into it right now. Fan votes are, are great for what they are. Uh, next poll on Twitter from us is, uh, just for the fans, who do you prefer more, <laughs> Matt or John? Okay. Yeah, we don't know that's going. Hang on. If one presenter was to die suddenly, <laughs> which, which would you prefer? <laughs> no. If one presenter was to die suddenly, <laughs> this is a hockey podcast. Which one do you think would actually continue the podcast? I'll just leave that there, just for, oh, you, all. for you all to think on. Should yeah. either of the previous two? If uh, you like this <laughs> hockey podcast, you better over to me, the cucks. <laughs> okay, let's get back, back on to the news. So news. we've had this hockey vote for goals, and and they do this every year. I'm not 
it happens, so I'm not greatly in. Yes, we love it. We love it because Rachel Lynch is the current international goalkeeper of the year. Well, then you scroll down a bit further and you read this, this particular article that's appeared, No Stars Award Early 2021. Now, the FIA... This is a very short briefing. Following the postponement of many international matches this year, including the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, the International Hockey Federation has decided to cancel the STARS Awards initially planned for early 2021. FIH CEO Thierry Wales said, due to the high number of international matches which could not be played this year because of the global COVID-19 pandemic, there will be no FIH STARS Awards this time. But we, of course, intend to renew with these awards in the future once the situation will enable international hockey to be played on a regular basis again. What do you say like that? What? <laughs> I don't know. That's a bit weird. That's a weird way to say it. Oh, well, You don't normally talk like that. Um, no, but I don't normally read news shit stuff. No, this <laughs> It's your idea for the news section. I don't even want a news section, but you know, you insist on the bloody news. <laughs> just so you can say being... news every week. Okay, so we've had... We've... Scroll back down, scroll back down to okay. it. Okay. The point being... Yeah. There's plenty of hockey happened this year. Well, we've, we've been able to vote for goals of the year. Well, there you go. Exactly. And if you can, if you can vote for goals of the year, you can vote for saves of the year, then you can vote for goalkeeper of the year, can't you? I would think so. Is, or is it a perpetual award? That's it. You've got it for two years now. I don't know what's going on, but it would strike me that if you can't play, if well, you how can many vote games? for the goals of the year, surely you could be able to play, vote for the player of what's the year. What's the criteria? Given, given as much as the year might have been truncated as it was, there was still some hockey played in it and enough to apparently award goals of the year. What is the criteria? How many games do you, can you have one amazing Amazing game, and suddenly be crowned goalkeeper. You know, let's say it's the World Cup final. Yeah, you save everything, you stop everything, you win your country a gold medal in in the uh, Olympic World Cup final. You know, the yeah, start that combined that hockey thing, whatever yeah. they play, and uh, one game. But what a game! You win the medal, you score the stroke to win. No, you score the golden goal to win the game. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. That's when I saved it at the other end. Yeah. Can you be goalkeeper of the year? Well, if enough people vote for you, yeah. Ah. Mm, right. Well, there you go. So it's a popularity well, contest. Well, we've talked about these awards being popularity contests. Oh, mate, I don't even year. remember what we talked about the in point, last week's show. The, the point no is not chance. that they may or may not be popularity contests or whatever they are, but they're the peak awards of the FOH. This is the way the FOH has chosen to have their peak awards, and so be it. I might not be necessarily in favour of it. Well, okay. Well, what is your is. viewpoint then? Do you think what? is that a sensible decision? You're you're Band you're very much of the the viewpoint to cancel competitions until we're safe to get yeah, together they, again. That, that hasn't you, happened. So you're, I mean, do you're, you're big on the whole cancel culture thing. I said, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I told you, you know, ten to. <laughs> 11 on a Friday night was not a good idea to start recording a podcast. Look, I'm not... Yes and no. I'm saying yes and no to that. You are listening to the Reverse Think, the Global Hockey Podcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 174. Good. Well, but what I'm saying is that surely these awards should have... There, there, there was hockey played. So is there nothing to be recognised? And if so, why did you recognise goals and not anything else to be yep, recognised? Yeah, it's a fair point. It's a fair point, John. I hear says, you. Well, what it says to me is it's, it's another thing about this 
messaging we always get from the FIH, and I, I think they've got to pay more attention to that. I think That's uh, too, uh, and, and Bernardo from South Pass noted on the release one that came out December the 8th on something on socials going, well, maybe we can have a, a social media awards because there have been some great initiatives from individuals, clubs, associations all over the world through the COVID times to try to keep people engaged and active and um, enjoying hockey and to keep, keep that connection with our sport. So maybe this is an opportunity to look at things a little bit differently. Yeah, I think it's a good. Is. I think it's a good call, and I, and I certainly think that they should be talking about the you know the, the 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 weekly global hockey podcasts that have got people through these things. <laughs> I mean, not just no, not just the ones that pop up for a bit because they're locked down. The ones that are still here, broadcasting every week. Hashtag Lohopa. I I just a thought. Yeah, no, it is a thought, and and I would seriously reconsider my thoughts on fan based. <laughs> and vote-based competitions as such as this, yeah. if the reverse stick were indeed to become our the fan vote-based best that, number one, yeah, but in we the world but, ever. But, but we would never try and promote that, would we? But if well, somebody you would, you'd but be if somebody, <laughs> well, that wouldn't be me. That would be another account, wouldn't it? Shh. Yeah. Who? Any one of the six or seven Twitter accounts. <laughs> They're not allowed to track down which yeah. ones he's running, yeah. folks. Just quietly. Al Scott, all of them. <laughs> Let's get back on the topic, shall we? Anyway, yeah, no. I just my, thought that my, was ho- my hockey underscore. Uh, is that, that you? That's me too. Yeah. Oh well, it's no surprise. Yeah. Partisan, partisan X O O X. Is that you? So yeah, that's me too. Okay. Follow me, yeah. folks. I'm very excited on Twitter. <laughs> of course, don't follow me. Follow those other people yeah. that. Um, of, of my friends. Or you can just follow the reverse stick. How do you, what are all those tags? Oh, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at the reverse stick. Very, very good. Okay, let's move on, shall we? That's about news, isn't it? Got to be. Oh, did you have, no, there's been more news, wait. No, more news. <laughs> more, more news. Uh, we've got this one. You alerted me to this. Uh, well, there's some absolutely fantastic news. Horism. 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 Yeah. It's a bit like Olympism, <laughs> but it's more, it's more horological. <laughs> horological. Is it really? Go on. on. Do you want to, am I doing it? You do it, because you, you were the one who brought it up. And... Alright. Yeah. Um, Horism, the award-winning provider. <laughs> <laughs> the award-winning provider of digital <laughs> the inventory. The award-winning Wes Carpenter movie being released on... Anyway, sorry. Let's right, hang on. Okay, let's issues. just un- unpack this for a second. Okay. Horizon, the award-winning provider of digital inventory management in sport. So what that says is, there is an awards program <laughs> for digital inventory management in sport. <laughs> Far out. Would that not be one of your worst <laughs> award ceremonies that you... Seriously? Go on, get oh, going. The outer flower cordial will be bloody flowing. Um, and the International Hockey Federation have confirmed an agreement that will see FIH using Horizons artificial intelligence to provide brains for their office stuff. Is that right? So who's got the blobs on the Sorry, screen? hang on. No, I've read, sorry, I've misread that. I'm getting a bit blurry. I've had a couple of beers here, John. 
Horizon's artificial intelligence-powered platform to help hockey's world-governing body unlock new digital revenues. So what does that mean? Well, the FIH's growing They're commitment... They're selling our to, personal data. The FIH, FIH's growing commitment to digital as a key component of its commercial strategy and through Horizon's real-time solution will enable FIH to establish accurate market valuations for its different digital assets. It will also provide FIH with the intelligence and the tools to create new digital content franchises that can be monetized directly or in partnership with Horizon. It's wonderful to see announcements like this on the FIH website. Um, if we were looking for financial institutions to invest in hockey. Mate, you know what? They are so far ahead. You know what I'm seeing with that announcement? Uh, the growth of esports, obviously, they're tapping into that. I mean, uh, you know, they've, they've seen the way to the future. And uh, they're setting up their digital platform so we can play digital hockey, my friend. All I read, mate, is unlock digital revenues is that's costing me money to things that I probably won't be watching through another different streaming service. No, I don't see it as that at all. I see it as when you when you tick that, you accept the terms and conditions that there will be all sorts of other stuff going on in the way they can digitise your, um, monetize the information that you provide through a digital platform. It, it's not as simple as what as what you just laid out there. Well, VPN it, mate. Hey? VPN it. Of course. In it. In it. In it. In it. In a cashless society. Just VPN it. Um, interesting. Interesting to see what's going to be monetised. And how? I wouldn't think any of our content, my friends. <laughs> well, it's interesting. We're having a few conversations with people at the moment, John. Are you? Mainly complaints. <laughs> yeah, <I'm sure. laughs> but it's an interesting move. It is. What did uh, Ricky say? Because we have not heard from Ricky. Oh, no. no, here we go. Oh, no, no, that's no, what no, I mean. No, no. Rick, we are bloody some... hell, he's still there. We he's one of the few. Ago he's one of the few that's still was. there. FIA Sponsorship Sales Director, Ricky Tusu. He's, he's just there. He says, uh, we've been on the journey with digital where, where data, content, social media, OTT have played an integral part and Horizon is just the right layer to wrap around them so we can quantify the value delivered through these engagement and touch points we have created. <laughs> oh, far out. Seriously? You wrote hey, that. No. You wrote that on the low roll. You you think about it, Matt. What's happened with say the hockey roo situation in this, in the last few the last week or so, a bit longer maybe. Oh, is, a lot of potential brand damage there, John. No, just, but uh, just, uh, well, what's happening is when when they get all the social media metrics back, um, this thread started by Hockey Australia, received a thousand <laughs> likes and received and 27,000 retweets or whatever. Don't you worry. You look at the next Red Torch report on hockey. Oh, metrics four, through four the billion. roof. Four billion. Yeah. What, the, what it won't say is that those <laughs> those thousand likes from posts that said Hockey Australia were a bunch of crap. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah, it's digital content data um, stuff, mate. John. Yes. What are you drinking there at the moment? Um, I'm drinking 
Why are we mentioning this? Oh, yeah. Okay, would you? you want to do a plug, don't you? Yeah. Well, Matt, I have in my hand a very fine, locally produced Ryan Beam bourbon. Thank you very much, Ryan Beam Company, for sponsoring the podcast. I would like to say that tonight's podcast is brought to you by Ryan Ryan Beam and Cola. And it's easy for him to say. Yeah. Uh, mine is um, a locally produced, um, an IPA beer, John, um, from the Ryan Brewery. Oh, really? Yeah, strange that. <laughs> um, same place, maybe. It could um, be. Courtesy of Talented. Ryan Lanigan. Thank you, Ryan, for going to buymeacoffee.com forward slash the reverse stick and uh, buying us more than just a coffee. We've um, You've got a four-pack of your very expensive beer there, and I've got a, a six-pack of a slightly less expensive beer. Cheers, Ryan. Thank you. Much appreciated. You can do that as well if you like the hockey podcast and you don't want to you know, fully commit to being a Patreon. We understand. Test the waters. And uh, just go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash the reverse stick. And you'll appreciate end up your with support. A podcast of this quality coming your way <laughs> it, that next Friday night. Could be your fault. Could be your fault. Imagine, imagine what you can do for next week, our pre-Christmas show. You go and buy us three cartons. It will be absolutely hilarious. Well, it won't actually. It'll be terrible. <laughs> You are still listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast, or at least we hope you still are. Now let's get a little bit serious, Matt. We've had a bit of fun. Sure, sure. Um, because we've still got this whole hockey roos thing going on, and and quite frankly, it started what a week. opening up. What a week from for my mind personally. It started opening up questions and the things that we've been saying for a little while on this podcast about the way that hockey is run and the way that hockey sees itself and perceives itself to be. I certainly think certainly things that we've also heard along mm. along the way and it's not been appropriate to comment on those things, maybe just intimate around them, but there's been some pretty explosive stuff coming out across national and local media from players, former players and basically an airing of some of the stuff that we've we've heard and haven't really wished wished to share um in as much detail as what's I going on. I don't out. mean to sound uh a bit blase about this, but it has done irreparable damage to our bring back the bully <laughs> campaign, my friend. Why? Well it's not oh, okay, all right. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. no, no, but that's what we're trying to do is separate. Se- separate, that's right. This comes oh, along geez. and stuffs it all up. Now um Oh look, this is this is so complex because it it's very easy to look at this as just a, a series of things that are happening now or in the very recent past. But this is this is something an issue that's been bubbling along for a long time now and has risen in hot hot points and gone back down again, and gone up and down and gone up and down behind the scenes. But, partic- just, but no, but even publicly over I reckon over the past four months. You look back to Simon Orchard. No, Simon, no, I mean, in particular, there's been a build over the past three or four months well, with things. Has. And there's been yeah. articles that Simon Orchard's written in uh, Hockey World News that have been pointed towards this, that we've heard the rumblings of there's discontent and people unhappy amongst the group. And, yes, it's gone on now, way look, before as well. Hockey Australia released a statement today talking about this inquiry that they're going to run. runs for 10 days, is that right? And anybody can come along and tell their story to the inquiry. Yesterday started, finishes on the 18th. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's only interested in stuff that happened after uh, 
January 1st, I think it is, in 2017, or a date in 2017. I think she was pretty much... Post-Rio, because there had also been... I think it very much, pretty much coincides with the starting of the CEO's tenure there. It would be very About three three years or or so with um, Favia in the role there. Well, he took over in 2017, following Rio. Yeah, so it's 2020 now. Yeah. Anyway, um, now in that statement... Well, the parameter, I'll, have you got it in front yeah, of you? Yeah, okay, I'm just, just read it I'm, out, because it's, <laughs> it's very interesting considering the, the accusations that have been made and what the players are asking for and what's being delivered. So if you've been following us on social media, we've retweeted stuff from local news, uh, TV news channels, from um, national and local radio stations with interviews with Maddie Ratcliffe, with uh, Catherine Slattery. Um, Orchard stuff. Uh, Simon Orchard was on radio. I jumped in the car to, tonight to, uh, after dropping somebody off on my, on my way over here, popped on the radio, uh, on the talk radio station and Orch was talking mm. from New South Wales at you know, 11 o'clock at night or something over there, um, about the situation because he's been co-author in, in a couple of the very recent reports that have come out. So this is the Hockey Australia announcement. An independent inquiry into the Hockey Roos program has commenced following recent public statements regarding the management, culture and leadership within the program. Hockey Australia launched the inquiry in order to address the claims against the organisation's culture and bullying that has been suggested is occurring. Athlete and staff wellbeing and welfare is at the forefront of Hockey Australia and the board's priorities, said Hockey Australia CEO Matt Favier. New allegations have surfaced in the last week regarding claims of bullying between players within the Hockey Australia program, which are extremely concerning. This is quoted, by the way, John. This, this is from Matt. Hockey Australia, not me, Matt, that Matt. Hockey Australia is unwavering in our commitment to ensure that ha- athletes must not be exposed to a climate of fear and intimidation, particularly by their peers, including past and present players. Current and former Hockey Roos players and staff since the 2016 Rio Olympics have been invited to take part and share their experience. Initially, current athletes and staff have the opportunity to be interviewed, followed by former athletes and staff post-Rio. The inquiry is being led by Richard Redman, a lawyer and manager of the AIS, that's the Australian Institute of Sport, John, Conduct and Professionalism team, together with Adam Corral from Ernst & Young. Oh, any chance we can uh, see those FIH accounts, please, mate? Speak to you, your crew in Switzerland. Um, <laughs> the inquiry will run through to Friday the 18th of December. Hockey Australia expects to be able to publicly provide the summary, summary findings and recommendations by Ely, E-A-L-Y, February 2021. That was obviously hurriedly put out because there's no R in the early. Well, so that, that's his statement there. Now it's about. Well, it's the first, it's the first statement we've players. had out. You know, the first, the first official statement we've had out. Um, well, you know what? Our mate L, mm. L Scott Fitzgerald, was um, on the mark there because uh, that's the only well, person that's the only, been made the only any person, accusation yeah. that, that bullying yep. was going yep. on within the squad. Yep, amongst Absolutely. players. Um, I tell you what, I told you, take her at face value. She's on the mark, L. Don't you reckon? I just, I just, it's, it's, it's incredible. But it almost, 
what was written from that fake account that we spoke about last week is not fake. Is, mate. Al- is almost no. <laughs> take it at face value. Why did they disappear? Uh, did they die? No. Huh? No, they couldn't stand the bombardment of negative vibes from negative Nellies like you. Oh, imagine that getting negative vibes off Twitter. What? <laughs> Keep going. No, 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 because they only joined Twitter in the first place just so they could have their voice because it was unfair that, you know, um, okay. that, um, yeah, they, they, they're struggling. Anyway. Keep going. Um, some incredible stuff that's come out this week, though, with regard to uh, mental health. Uh, Lily Brazil um, has come out and said that she'd requested a six-week break to deal with some mental health issues, and she was told that she didn't have mental health issues. She was unhappy. Um, without with without any engagement with a psychologist or anybody involved in a in a welfare role within within the uh, look, we know and we've talked about it before. The programs for both men and women here, and it's probably the same everywhere else in the world, unless you're lucky enough to be in a very small country and there ain't that many very good hockey players there, so you can keep your spot for a bit longer. The churn is incredible. And the demands on on the players is incredible. Um, what the concern is here is the sheer volume of former players that are coming up and going, there are issues here, there's stuff that's gone on here which isn't right, and we want to see a positive change for the teams going forward, for the individuals that we know, our friends, our former teammates going forward. And it just seems to me, from Hockey Australia that they're battening down the hatches. They're going to protect their position. We might see somebody go in a position somewhere. But what I hear, John, there ain't going to be top brass going. It's it's going to be players that are going. And they're going to be kicked out because of their dissent, and which is going to totally echo all of the issues that are being highlighted in the news and, and, and from what we hear right now. And we've had great support from... Some of these people involved and others have, have messaged us through the week to to go, thank you for helping us with, with, with spread it, spreading the word because there's too many stories have been out there for too long and it just needs to be sorted out. Uh, yeah, I think um, there's that angle to it. And, and you're right, the, these things go back a long way further than what Hockey Australia is prepared to admit for whatever reasons they don't want to admit it. Uh, it's up to them. Now, you're going to have to let me freestyle a little bit here, Matt, because I, I need to get it out. It's been in me all week. Go for it. Okay, because Teo um, put up a, a tweet this way. There was a bit half of chat press. going. Yeah, half court. And well done, Teo. Hope you're doing well, mate. Um, Who were you waving to then? There's no the, camera. The screen, because that's, <laughs> that's where my contact with Teo is. It's, 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 it's a screen. So, okay, mate. That's, that's not very sweet. Hey? That's very sweet. Isn't it? I'm a sweet guy. Yeah, you are, you are. Deep down, yeah. you're a sweet guy. Uh, you don't believe you said that, do you? Anyway, let's move on. Um, so, Taylor put up a tweet, and I can't, I don't have it in front of me. It's late, it's Friday night. Um, and he, he mentioned the idea, it sounds like Hockey Australia is a, a is an organisation that's some sort of old school authoritarian. Do you remember the, the one he put out? Uh, I, I do remember. No, you don't. <laughs> no, so, I remember seeing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. And it was something like, um, Hockey Australia is some like, kind of uh, old appears, school authoritarian. Remember, he's talking, yeah, yeah, that's it, old school authoritarian. Right? And, and he's, <laughs> you're right, it was something along the lines of that. I just repeated and, what you said to me. Uh, oh, God damn you. 
But and in a sense, from looking from his yeah. perspective, yeah. but yeah. the Australian model is not too different, that much too different from the Great Britain model. I mean, there are some differences in the way the money's sucked in, but they're not terribly that much different. No. Anyway, let's get back to the Australian model because it's very important to understand the the beginnings of how this all came about. The AIS Australian model is but, is what has influenced just, other international yeah, yeah, models yeah, yeah, around yeah, yeah. the world. So the parallels are absolute. Okay, I'm going to mute you now. There you go. Can you say something? No, you can't. Can you? <laughs> yes, I can if I shout really loud to get through your mic. Okay, I just want to get this out. Okay, Go for it. Now, I'm going to mute myself. There you go. Well done. So, after the 1976 Montreal Olympic Games, where Australia didn't win a gold medal, the Australian government decided... That to compete with the rest of the world and the way things are going at the moment with sport, we need to go out and do world's best practice. Where's world's best practice? East Germany. And um, so essentially they decided to set up the Australian Institute of Sport and base it around the centralised model of East Germany without the drugs. So we, we've ended up with this centralised... That has morphed over the years. Oh, what? No drugs? <laughs> There was morphed over the years into what now exists as the AIS and the and the, and the National Hockey Program. Because originally the AIS in Perth, the hockey program, was for junior players. It wasn't the national players that were going. They, they were staying in their states playing club hockey. They were doing the national carnivals, and that's how the, the Australian team was selected. And that is now more to the model we have now, where People are in development squads and blah, 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 blah. And they're all moving to Perth and uh, the whole national team's And here. if you want to get on, you should probably go to Perth. A- anyway, whatever you said then. Okay, so that's some sort of basic way around how we've got, uh, how our model works. And the centralised program with players on scholarships or agreements. When they talk about contracts, there is no contract being signed between Hockey Australia and any player. Because contract implies employment, implies so many things in law that they're not getting, that they, they, they essentially sign a scholarship. Like going to university and you get $25,000 a year or whatever you get. It's, I hope, you, it's about uh, 36 or I something hope like that. at John Lee Hockey on Twitter you can back that up um, legally. Right. Because that's not the view of the reverse stick. You know, that's just a review of you. Per, per oh, thanks for that, mate. What? No, that's right. No, if you like, if you want to come out with the legalese, it's... Know, is it a contract or an agreement? It's an agreement. Oh, excuse me, that was my answer. Anyway. I'm going to mute myself again now. Ashley Morrison wrote a really interesting post this week about... Um, uh, there you go. You got I'm not the footy show, yeah? Yeah, oh, he's not the footy. About... Uh, essentially, the history of Australian women's teams over the last 40 years or 30 years or something like that. And it, it's an overview of coaches coming and going and all that sort of stuff, which is normal thing that happens in, in hockey. But the last time Australia won a gold medal was in 2000. What, what, what's interesting is you look at the players that won that gold medal None of them came through an institutionalised, centralised system. They all came through the old system of hockey. When did, when did AIS set up in Perth? What uh, year was that? Well, the AIS turned up though? in 1980. But what I'm, what I'm talking about is... That Hang these, on, no, but they're in... The, no, no, the national, see, the national squad didn't centralise itself until much later. 
So all of those players, they might have gone to the AS for a year or two, but then they went back and they were playing hockey at their really? own clubs. Okay, well, I don't okay. know. I don't know that history. So Alison Annan wasn't a player that came through the system that, say, Rosie Malone's just come through. Mm-hmm. Completely different system. And the players now, and that was the last generation that didn't go through a similar system to what all the players are now going through. I think what, and the success hasn't been there on the women's side, you could argue it's very much been there on the men's side of things, the way the program's been run. But I think what we've come to is it is a point where the centralised system is no longer serving the sport's best needs. But, when, but, when but, but, maybe, not, is, maybe not for that group. Now, Matt Favier said on his interview with the ABC that players were billeted out to, to local families, and this was one of the points that Orch made on local radio early, earlier on, is that you've got a group of young women, um, 18, 19, through to 24 years old, are being asked to go and live on the other side of the country. It's not a two-hour drive down the road, and we've just had this incredible restriction on travel, in particular from Western Australia to, to anywhere. No, 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 but, but that's included with some of the things that are there, there at the moment. And, yeah. and, and, and within the group, there are sure to be vulnerabilities with, 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 with some of the, the ladies, the, the, the women, excuse me, the women that are in, that are in there. Now, a lot's made out and, and, it's been mentioned, but no one's really dug into it, the events at Rio. It keeps getting referred to and what happened at Rio, what happened at Rio. And as though there's, there's something going on that happened at Rio that uh, is unspoken about and won't well, no, be spoken but, but about. But there's, there's certainly things spoken about with regard to body shaming um, from, Look, from, from coaching stu- staff. Lot, lots of stuff was going on. But that seems to be the crux point that people talk, talk about. Well, is is on, that the same on, thing that's, that's happening in, in, in New Zealand with, with Mark Hagar, Hagar no, no, before, no, his, no, no, before no. his exit? No, no, no. Just hang on a second. Don't, don't confuse the subject. Go We've on, got jump, to stick jump with on. this. Keep going. What, what I don't think is being understood and has been missed is that despite everything that went on in Rio, when those girls, in fact, before they came home, before they left Rio, they were a failure. They were reported in the media as disappointing. When they, when they got home, Sport Australia told them they were a failure and there was threats of having funding cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But not immediately, no, but yeah, not long, not, yeah. Yeah, but what, what we're getting at here is that finishing sixth in the world wasn't good enough. Okay, and I don't think this has been thought about and factored into the way that these, after being through what happened in Rio and all of that shit, we walked out of that, we've come sixth in the world, and now you're telling us we're failures. And I don't think that sort of thing has been factored into the way some of these girls were feeling, sorry, women were feeling when they came back. Can you think of an Australian athlete that's ever been told they were a failure for coming sixth in the world in Olympic Games? Just off the top of your head. Um, yes. Uh, no, because like, there ain't many Australian athletes, really. Oh. It's team, team sports, but, uh, you know, we don't really do the individual thing over here. Yes, it. we do. Come uh, on. Uh, who's the pole vault? Steve Hooker. Uh, Hooker? He won gold. Huh? Yeah, how'd he go the next year, though? I don't think And then four years later. Huh? No, no gold? Well, he wasn't there. Failure. There you go. That's a pom talking for you. 
Right. I could talk about Roger Black and Derek Redmond and, you know, the, the, you get the, the old, 80s track no, stars. Let's not get off track here with what, what I bought. Up. I I'm think getting on that, track talking about athletics. Then, I wonder if Matt's listening. And that, I think, is a... That, that's when the players seriously lost trust with the setup and the, and the way that hockey is run in the system that it's run at. For mind, I'm just throwing it out there that that was a very damaging psychological thing to put in the back of people's minds. But what are we looking at? How and many results since then are, are directly a result of the fight and determination of the, all of the girls that have played in I, that I haven't got squad. the stat about how many players are remaining now from then. Uh, I think it's four, uh, I think. Okay. The top of all right. Um, but how many players have churned through that system to get to mm. this latest squad announcement? How many players have earned five, ten, twenty, thirty caps? You, you know, you can, you, you can roll them up, but are not within a shout, a shout of making this next Olympics. How oh, many, well, you, made, you made the point to me earlier. How many are now not within a shout of making it, but had the Olympics happened when it should have happened, oh, would, would, would have been there and whatever potential issues that well, have, that's have come Morris's to a head. Point, but you'll have to listen to the next episode <laughs> of the footy show to hear that. In oh, so I'm not allowed a viewpoint because hey? you've already spoken to somebody oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, copyrighted <laughs> that, mate. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, so, and there's a lot of... I think the model is failing them. I think that as things are starting to change and the model's not going to be able to cope with the changes that are required, one of the things that's wrong with hockey is there's too much international hockey for a start. That's the only reason we need this centralised system when you think about it. And all these players all in the groups together all the time is because we're just playing too much. Yeah. Now, if you look at a sport like football or rugby where they go... Why are we playing too much? At the behest of who? Oh, guess... Huh? I mean, Christ! You, you never. <laughs> and, the, and yet we hear we we hear from uh, international games being played in Ireland that they lose money. They go to a bigger stadium. They lose money on it, and all the revenue for the TV rights goes to the FIH with it. And grassroots hockey there in Ireland, they, they they've got to pay for it. Matt, when was the last time you tried to bake a cake under the icing? Seriously, I mean that the whole idea of that your international games is the icing on the cake and the soccer s- and football no. under and uh, soccer and rugby understand this implicitly with the way that they structure their international the season internationally so that there is plenty of room for club rugby to happen there are windows for international hockey so that those players who are playing in internationals are still able to play at whatever that club level hockey happened to be whether it's harlequins or whoever in england or whether yeah, it's yeah, the brumbies yeah. here or whoever and, and that filters, that, those windows filter down to lower club levels as the guy who might get a game at the Rumbies because he's on the edge of the, but he's playing his club rugby, and, but he's involved with the program. All yeah, those yeah, sorts no, of he's, he's only saying that for you, Tommy Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it just, oh, that, oh, oh, it a podcast, dog. Security. FIH probably again. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's sneaking around. <sighs> but if we had a structure like that, we wouldn't need these sorts of centralised systems that we got. We we could promote the idea of club and regional hockey to a better degree and have these test matches and World Cup qualifiers would mean a whole lot more. One-off games had 
a result that meant something on the what, what was saddening was to hear Maddie Radcliffe asked towards the end of her interview with SEN Radio, if you could be a part of the programme right now, would you be prepared to, to step back into it? And she said, no. Yeah. No, not, just not interested. It's, it's, not, it's not a space where she wants to be. Now, you need to look at the other side a little bit, and, and a lot of the, vo- the vocal um, critics of, uh, and, and those that are, uh, are most involved in calling out some of these stories are ex-players. So they could be taking the view from some people, and it's been presented to us through various channels, that while this is often the view taken from uh, players scorned, um, those that have missed out. Um, but we're not talking about them missing out on them as individuals missing out. They're talking about the way they've been dealt with through the program, and particularly how they've exited. I think Anna Flanagan said, I didn't retire. Just, you know, I just stopped playing for the, <laughs> for the hockey ruse. It's, there's not, there's not a sort of a, a farewell. And should, well, should there be a farewell? Well, when, the... when, when, you, look, going back to that, you played five games, you're lucky you played two games. For the for for your national side, you're lucky that you've been able to get to that to that level. You had a concern you mentioned to me before with that though. These people that the that get to the pinnacle and then don't stay within that program very long as to what happens next. Oh well, well let, let's talk about Anna before because we've spoken about Anna on the on the podcast previously. That's that's no secret. And I I think she's been really brave. Because of all the ex-players that have come out and had something to say, she was, she is the one that is potentially the easiest to take a pot shot at. Because, let's face it, Anna did make a couple of poor decisions yep, during yeah, her yeah. time. Okay. But, but she was also very much poster girl for hockey, had the Red Bull sponsorship deal, um, was, uh, that, d- that, d- no, 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 point, no, 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 but, yeah. but, but, um, one of the ro- most recognisable hockey faces in the world, doing the the TV coverage stuff um, in India, in particular. Yeah. Um, and I think probably just thrown into that uh, that you know a very strange and different environment to have to um, to go into broadcast with not a great deal of broadcast experience. Um, well, disclaimer. Um, I worked for a few. A few, a few episodes of not the footy show when we're still broadcasting for the old on the radio, community radio yeah. station. And with Ashley, now Ashley got had brought her in because she was, you know, um, looking to try and get to get into the media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, let's face it, we were a, not the footy show was a, a very small listener audience, and we weren't loading them up and putting them out. I don't think, or whatever. Anyway, yeah. Um. So, I, I met and, and um. Went down and watched her play some, a couple of games. She signed a shirt for us and got a selfie with my daughter and all this sort of stuff. And she, in my impressions of Anna, she was a lovely girl. And, and I don't mean that to sound condescending. She was very sweet and nice. You know, she, her mum worked at the animal, um, sanctuary thing, you know, the pet haven and yeah, cat yeah. haven. And, and she, I, she, I think. <laughs> you, were very, you were very high pitched. Oh, geez, I just went. <laughs> Well, we we saw, had a great rehearsal. No, no, last we, we saw. Um, uh, no, let's get back to. No, Anna. but we saw Anna, uh, Anna's mum and dad bring her dogs over or something yeah, outside yeah, yeah. Perth Hockey Stadium. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, and and I think she has a genuine interest and love for animal welfare and all these sorts of things. And and 
Oh, right, come on. No, now you get up with your point. Made a few poor decisions, but I just wanted to say to, to Anna, she's been very brave because she is the big target. If they want to go after someone and they oh, you do... And, and it, I think it... Well, the Hockey Australia, Hockey Australia announcement mate, says they'll be talking say, to some prior, previous players and so... We well, do you reckon they're going to speak to those players that are being vocal or are they going to just go and speak to other players and go, look, you've already made your mind up. I think they've already made their yeah. own bloody mind up anyway. Can I just say about that one thing? Um, she's a jet. She was a jet of a player. And I'm sure, I'm sure she still is a jet. And going down and watching her at Perth Hockey Stadium throwing 50-metre-plus 50, 50 overheads... Um, she was a great hockey player, and she probably still is. And you know what, Anna? If you can find it in in yourself, go for it for twenty twenty four, girl, because you are, it, it, you her at her best was as good as anybody. She's a jet of a player, and you know maybe you don't want to chase that dream, and that's that's great as well, and be happy with your career. But if you've got that little itch there, I would love to see her playing. I'm I think it is brave of these women to come out and say stuff. And all right. There's criticism that is being done on on social media and through media, you know, like you mentioned before, hockey's getting in the media. There's there's something, you know. Oh yeah, that made those social media. All news is good news. Um, Mick Jagger once said, "I don't care what they say about me on page seventy three, as long as my photographs on page one." Yeah. Something like that. Paraphrasing. Yeah, do a lot of that. Um, yeah, I think it, I, I, it's it's. Um, I think I think they're all very brave to to come out and share their experiences and and and, and tell the stories out there. Um, there are more things to come. Um, yeah. Now we're we're getting to a point whether uh, those things actually, no we're getting to a point though whether those things actually come out or whether there is is a resolve, which sounds terrible. Like people are holding things back, but those no, no. those that are in the know, they know. It's not terrible. Those things aren't coming out. And it's indicative of what very often happens when um, people go through an experience and they don't want to relive it again. Uh-huh. And or they that the, the best way for them for to cope with that experience is to go, I'm just leaving it back there and I'm not revisiting it. And the point <laughs> this I want to sound a bit the- bizarre. T. E. Lawrence wrote in his first book that he, the only reason he was writing it is because he was sick to death of telling people having to answer people's questions about what happened as his time as Lawrence of Arabia. And he said, I'm sick to death of talking about it. I lived it. I don't need to relive it all the time. It's in me anyway. Take that and go away and leave me alone. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, there, there would be players undoubtedly that just don't want to talk about things because it's better left for them to leave it in the past. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. My name is John Lee, and opposite me is Mr. Matt Allen with two A's. And Matt, we're going to continue the slightly musical theme to tonight's show. Are you ready? Yeah, you ready for it? Here we go. I've got it here for you now. Wait, oh, oh. <laughs> no, don't you dare touch that. I know you were going to bring the subject up, so okay. let me give it a musical all right, okay, all right. introduction. Here we go. Take a moment, everyone. Yeah. Here we go. Morrison girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Morrison girls go round the outside. Dosey do your partner. Mr. Dr. Batcher, Mr. Dr. Dr. Batcher, Mr. Dr. Batcher, Mr. Dr. Dr. Batcher. You can see the evolution, can't you? Yeah, yeah, you can. So, 
Um, the Olympic Games. Well, no, before you go there, um, I did enjoy the Mr. Dr. Batra Facebook feed post earlier on this week. Happy International Civil Aviation Day. <laughs> huh? That's good to know. Great to get behind the industry at these troubling times. He's a caring man, Matt. Anyway. Caring man. Uh, but you're, you're referencing. Well, the inclusion of breakdancing, because it seems to have so it was permeated when it's people are going, oh, hockey fives. Uh, we'll get to hockey fives in just a moment. Well, hockey haven't fives. I got a revolutionary I, idea for I'll, hockey fives, Matt? Does it include breaking and dancing? Well, uh, it's Anyway, look, yet. back to the point. The, rev- the revelation was a post from Ashley Morrison, hockey commentator, not the footy show, um, along the lines of, I actually quite like breakdancing. Uh, singular, oh. sing- singular word. I used to partake myself. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't to, mind partaking uh, and just a little bit of breakdancing. Excuse now, me, I'm going to bust a move. Now, outside his little private school that he went to, did he pull the big cardboard box from the skip at the local supermarket and whack it down on the floor and start doing the, uh, what's the twirly thing called? You, you know, for a man who's really across a lot of the Manchester puts steam and, and all that sort of stuff, you really have a poor understanding of English musical history. Of course, Malcolm McLaren. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know. I got, I got your link. Yeah, he, d- he, maybe, discovered, maybe... he discovered Morrison. Oh, right. At high school. On the, in a little uh, hip-hop band. On the tough streets of Swindon. Yeah. Yeah. Took him to New York. Okay. Bang. Hip-hop. So Morrison is actually... He's integral. He's one of the original Buffalo Girls. Oh. No, dude, seriously. Seminary. Yeah. Is that that's, that a word? that's him. And, and he's all across breakdown. He'll be there. In fact, I think he might be one of the inaugural breakdancing judges. Uh-huh. I think well, he might what? Be. At the Olympics? Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. if not, he's got to be one of the commentators, hasn't he? Oh, he's right over. Huh? He, his work with, um, you know, BMX riding, for example. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and what's that crazy Asian thing, <laughs> the Asian uh, martial arts thing that he commentated? What the, in, the Indian uh, one? No, the 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 one that was in the Indonesia. <laughs> anyway, it, it was crazy. <laughs> it was really crazy. Second most popular sport in the world. Nobody knew about it. Yeah, well, no, and we're not I, talking about hockey, folks. He, he doesn't <laughs> like to brag about the, the integral part he played in the early development of American hip hop, but it's there. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. yeah. See, it's those old school ties. Well, maybe that's one of the uh, six books available from Ashley Morrison. Go to Ash, Ashley Morrison Media. Com. And, and remember, next time you, someone, you hear someone say, oh, Malcolm McCarr and Buffalo Girls go, oh, no, 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 no. You're talking about the Morrison Girls going round and round the outside. Ooh, press something? Yeah, go on. All right, let's do that one. That's the intro. Right. We'll press another one over the top and then stop that. Good one. Nobody will notice. You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. We've wasted um, quite a lot of your time already this evening. But we're thinking we're not going to do much over Christmas. There may be an A to Z of hockey. The compa- no, there will be. We're the, going to do no, it. No, there will be the A to Z of hockey compendium released on Christmas, Christmas, Christmas Day. Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Our special present to our listeners. Yes. Uh, we're talking about special to presents. Special to presents. Special presents. I actually received a message earlier on this week, John. Uh... It's well, look, I won't ruin the surprise. It's not you pretending to be Santa Claus again, is it? Ho, ho, hockey. Hockey certainly is my favourite sport. And not the ice one. Anywho, 
Hope you've all been good boys and girls, and don't forget to give the gift stop for the Global Hockey Podcast. Oh. This festive season. I love you TRS guys. Even you, John. Merry Christmas, everyone. Well, that, that was really lovely. Kind. That was from a mis- me. Mr. S. Anta. S. Anta. S. Anta. Yeah. I sent that through on, uh, on WhatsApp, don't know. Where's he from? How we got Black my land. number. Uh, you're absolutely right, John. The Lapland Hockey Federation. Oh, the president. Apparently, uh, voting for Mr. Dr. Batra at the, uh, Grammy election, Awards. Elect- elections in 2021. <laughs> That should be a Grammy Award winner, it's, shouldn't it? But he's got a I Love Batra little picture around his WhatsApp photo there, so. Has he really? I'm assuming that. Anyway, okay. good on him. Promoting hockey. Um, talking about hockey, John. There's some great news. Yes. The bidding it. process to host <laughs> the inaugural FIH Hockey Fives World Cup has been launched. The bidding process has been launched. This is, this is hot news out of Lausanne, Switzerland, John. Hope, hopefully everyone's it's back a, in the office. Is uh, the Nest putting in a the FIH uh, proposal? Today. The FIH. Can we host it there? I think we should try. Oh, I think the, the Nest FIH, should crack it The FIH today launched the bidding process for hosting the 2023 FIH Hockey Fives World Cups. Men and women, the Hockey Fives flagship event is a brand new FIH competition. 16 teams per gender will take part in this inaugural competition, John. This is great news. I thought the flagship events for Hockey Fives were going to be on world-famous landmarks on the banks of the Thames in front of the Eiffel Tower, next to the Pyramids of Giza. I mean, no, what could no. Be, what could be more iconic than anyway, the... Um, well, it could be. You, those yeah. places could... They could apply to host the Hockey Fives World Cup. However, I fear they won't. <laughs> <laughs> That's why across the swamp from the South Lake Tavern is the perfect venue huh? for a Hockey Fives World Cup. Berrigan, it's called these days. Is it the Berrigan Tavern? I've got a quote, John, from Thierry. He says, the FIH Hockey Fives World Cup will enable a number of national associations, smaller ones in particular, to participate in a World Cup or the qualifiers of a World Cup. (laughs) While they're currently struggling to do so with the 11-a-side format. Currently. This is good for the overall growth of our sport. Furthermore, we strongly believe in the power of Hockey Fives to welcome new players and fans in the hockey community. As most will remember, Hockey Fives enjoyed a resounding success at the last Youth Olympic Games in 2018 in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Quote. What? You can say something like that. Argentina, Buenos Aires. Is that what? Free tickets, afternoon, nothing else on. Free uh, tickets, afternoon, nothing else on. Furthermore, FIH also opened today the bidding process to host the 2023 hockey, FIH Hockey Junior World Cups. Toasted sandwich. Which will involve 16 men. And women teams. So 32 teams. Mm-hmm. Yep. Both bidding processes are open, John, to all national associations with 5th of March 2021, the deadline, and other deadlines. Um, great stuff. Hockey Fives World Cup's going ahead, mate. Where is it going to happen? Well, I must say, Matt, I'm... I'd be disappointed really... if bloody Edisha don't 
uh, apply for it. I, I am They've done nothing in the past 12 months. Totally thrilled by the prospect of a Hockey Fives World Tournament, especially with goalkeepers padded up in the goals. Um, it, it should be an amazing spectacle of not much happening at all except blokes pinging at, and girls, adults, women, ladies, whatever you want to call oh, them. Awkward. They'll be pinging. Just, just stop, stop. Awkward, continue. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I, mate, mate, I don't know, I don't want, I don't want to dampen new, your enthusiasm. We, we did 20 new songs last night. I'm sorry, I'm struggling a bit in Australia. You're pointing to the, uh, the band room behind yes, where I'm I sitting am. at the moment. Yeah. New ones. It started with a key. Yeah. Never knew it would come to this. Um, I don't think he eat that, but he just sang, he, honestly, he just sang <laughs> that, and I'm now have to look away with my hand in front of my face. Because once again, I feel violated <laughs> from the internet. I don't know. I, maybe there's an audience for you. I'm not your audience, okay? <laughs> Fair enough. God. Just look into my no, stop it. I do creepy eyes. Should we catch up what's good? Okay, with... no, no. We were talking about something. Yep. What were we talking about? Yep. Oh, thank you. I know it was serious. I know we were talking about something. Do else. you want to know what is going on, John, with the A to Z? Aussie of hockey. Um, yep. Where did we get to last week on the conclusive results? Down to about E, was it? I don't know. Uh, we're on final results. The num- numbers have dropped on the voting, but not dramatically. Oh. Not dramatically. But, uh, so mum and dad are still voting. So no, t- t- uh, twenty. What? But okay, I have to say this. Again, I made this point last week. <laughs> I know it's How coming. can you have 88 votes on a post and then 14 likes? Seven <laughs> retweets. Okay, you don't have to retweet. If your vote, you're one of these people, I'm looking at you no, now. No, I do, I do vote. You, uh, bullshit, do I you? Do. I no, do, No, you don't, I because do. whenever I see you I on the screen... I retweet them. I retweet them. But I bet you retweet you don't even like them. I do. I'm Ter- not, I'm, I'm not a non-like... I, I press You're the little typical... heart button first, and then I repeat the unless, square boxy one next. That's unless what I do. we've got some complex bot voting system that's been employed by somebody just to mess with it. So, I didn't do that. I, I definitely didn't do that. Yeah, you did. You, you've probably got... All right, let's go to day five. E. You're L. E-H-L okay. with 75.8% of the vote. <laughs> not sure if we covered that last week or not. Day six... F Flick with 67% of the vote. You'll be able to get all of these results in full with the A to Z, the ultimate A to Z of hockey available on Christmas Day. Here's a promise we're going to keep this time, John. Is it? Yep. Uh, On to the uh, the Gs. Grass was the winner at 46.9% of the vote. Day 8. You made a, a comment about this, John. The winner of H is, of course... Hockey ruse! Had to be. What a day. What a, what a timing for that. But it's a seven day vote though on that. So that, you know, that's, uh, is that, no, hang, is that concluded? No, it's no. still live. It's still live. What am I talking? No, it is final result. Oh, you just hyping it up there. Day you? nine. I was just hyping it. Suspending the day nine, uh, just trying to whip the crowd into a frenzy. Uh, the I, the winner is indoor, John. Yeah. Over India and Inners. Uh, we are, we finalised on the J as well. J for jab tackle. 
Still live. The K's. Seven hours left our time. You're stuffed by the time you listen to this. The Kookaburra Dimples in the lead. Uh, Karachi King. Ooh, fairly distant third. The Keller family, bless you. Only 5% of the vote. We've got Lob, Leather Ball, Leg Guards, all up for grabs still in the Luz. Masters, Barry Middleton, Mouthguard. Ooh, Middleton and Mouthguard are very close. I went for Barry. At the moment. Uh, Netherlands, Net, turned to Neuer. That's your day 14. Your day 15, Eddie Ockenden, overhead in Olympics. Olympics way ahead on 69% at the moment. Day 16, Push, Pakistan, Danraj, Pillay. Push is leading the pack. And today, as I've posted <laughs> no one out today. Not pushes anymore. <laughs> Not on turf, eh? Day 17. Nobody hits the ball anymore, mate. They just need to give it a whack sometimes. The Qs. Paukemada, quarters, or quick sticks. The Qs were really hard. There is another. Sam Quek is another Q. That I didn't include just because. I haven't voted on that one. I think Pau Kamada's had a, a longer impact on hockey within his country. That, even though Sam Quake's probably a bigger star in her country. Well, maybe. It wasn't a male, but it wasn't a male female thing, is what I'm saying. Do we need to make up a skill? Unless it was subconsciously and I need to learn more. What? Do we need to. Create a skill. Get on to Bernardo. Create a skill that starts with Q. Yes. So that we can put the, it. Well, Quick Sticks was the other one, which is one of the UK programs for oh, okay. like four aside junior hockey or something like that. Um, yeah, Qs are hard. Wait four till we get, wait till we now get that's to, an innovation. Wait till man. we get to the Zs and the Xs, mate. It's fine. We're <laughs> <laughs> looking forward Very to Very tenuous. If you've got any, just let me know. Now, before you rudely interrupt me with that blameless self-promotion of uh, our A to Z of hockey, mm, yeah, yeah. Um, we were talking uh, about Thanks to everyone who bought the T-shirts. Did we say that? Yeah, give it away. But thanks to everybody who bought them. Yeah, Can't buy them anymore. Thanks. That's it, they're gone. You're, are you confusing the bit that we recorded earlier no, we didn't. for our patrons? No, you with... did that before. You confused that before. You said we've already said that. and No, we did. Well, we have, but we're for... In, in another recording. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a patron, you know what we're talking about by now. Um, we, before you rudely un- interrupt me with... Blame, I interrupted you, yeah. Self-promotion. Um, hockey fires. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am honestly thrilled to think that The Nest could potentially host a Hockey Fives World Cup. I think we could handle it. The, I've said, we've talked about this. The point of Hockey Fives at a club level is that you can split a pitch four ways and maximise the number of people safely on your hockey field. Great. But to then go and... But what was the, the tweet that Tommy Alexander put out um, with regard to price, pricing? It was somewhere in the world that they've, they've been involved with a, with a project that... Oh, yeah. Um, to be able to do it... it was, no, it wasn't, it wasn't Trinidad. Maybe Barbados. Uh, um, yeah. It was cheaper to build an outdoor... Indoor court to delay the court with your wood boards under the sun is a much more accessible way of getting hockey to people that that can't afford it. There's no watering cost. There's a you know get your mop and bucket cost out. That's the watering you need on that on on that surface. Yeah. Um, 
there's issues. Let's face it. But what I like about that, no, but what I like about that is they found a solution. Okay, we can't do this, and we can't, you know, we've got the one eleven side pitch, we can't replicate that. We haven't got the money to put a, a, a fives pitch in as well. Not knowing what the future of fives is going to be, you, you could be sold a right puppy by the FI8 saying this is the future and this is the way to go put one of these things in. To what usage? Well, you could hold Beyond, break you know. Break, you? No, it wouldn't what, be any what, good for, no, it but wouldn't one, be good for break dancing. Because it's that wooden floor thing happening. Maybe that's where the crossover is. Uh, On turf, yeah, yeah. you're not going to be able to do the break dancing thing, are you? Oh, it's water, though, unless you put a lot of water. Break hockey is what we're, oh. what we're looking for, isn't it? Forget about beach hockey. Forget about indoor hockey. Forget about hockey fives. Floorball, you can um, disappear. Floor off. What it does, though, is break show, hockey. Uh, it shows an intent from the FIH, from, sorry, from the IOC, to branch out a little bit beyond the boundaries of what... But hang on, when, no, 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 but, no, but when was, when was ballroom dancing out. in the Olympics? Wasn't that 1900 in the Olympics? Till when? Well, this is the thing. Not everything stays in the, the Olympics, so we, ex- no, we and, can expect that hockey will disappear just as br- dancing has reappeared in the Olympics. Da- is break dancing the sport... Because every time there's an Olympic Games, they, they pick certain sports to just come in for the one time around. Um, so is, demonst- where- is it a demonstration sport? Well, yeah, I don't know. I have to be honest with you. Just the idea that break dancing is alongside the 100 meter men's sprint and women's sprint, or you know, some of the great events that are known for the Olympic is Games. It the tur- is it the turtle? The spin? The back spin? Is it called the turtle? The back Ollie. Spin is it Ollie the turtle? No, come on. This oh. is a- He's been out in action again this week. You know who could be India's very first breakdancing gold medalist? Holly the Turtle. I think he could yeah. be there, my well, friend. I think he could be He's there. over all the sports in, in addition. But look, he? let's face it, the, the, the IOC is... Apologies, that is really meta for somebody who's just uh, joining us fair, fairly recently. We're big fans of Holly the Turtle, um, Adisha's sporting, Mate, sporting mas- mascot ambassador. Knows how to party, doesn't he? The Turtle. Oh, yeah. Turtle power. He's all over it. This whole thing with what the IOC is going in the direction, don't forget they're, they're feeling a lot of, and it would be financial, it would start be starting to be financial pressure from things like the X Games, which are things that don't run through the traditional channels of sport administration and are outside the grasp of um, the diplomatic bureaucracy that runs the IOC and, yeah. and these major sports organisations in the world. And UFC, which is run by a bloke, essentially. <laughs> right? And these organisations frighten them because they are gaining market share. Look at what's happening in esports. These are privately owned companies that make lots of money and yeah. it goes back into the privately owned company. Now, that is a serious threat to... The IOC view it as a serious threat, and they should be seeing it as a serious threat because an e-sport athlete can make a shitload more than what most 100-metre sprinters are ever going to make. And they don't need to be in an arena no, they to can get be the exposure. Sitting at home, they can be sitting at home, and all they do is play computer games. Yeah. Um, uh, what e- e-sport? Challenges? Oh, 
Oh, well, well, so all that stuff about going to the digital side of uh, the hockey community. And stuff. I, I, who, who knows? I'm just looking at Twitter just right this moment, John. Um, I'm get uh, the reverse stick's getting tagged in a fair bit to FIH um, Coach Academy workshops. Should oh. we retweet those things? Oh, we've got a chopper. Oh, dear, we've got the chopper. Is it a drone or a chopper above? No, you that's You might hear drones. that in the distance. No, it's definitely no, it's proper, drone. proper chopper. You won't hear. The, it's not. We, J- it's not Jason McCracken flying in, is no, it? No, no, we we won't hear the drone. They, you don't know they're coming until they hear you. Around here, uh, mate, cool blood. Scary, scary town. Um, what else we got to cover, John? Uh, Hockey New Zealand, the. Premier League men's uh, final happened last week. You can get the replays on watch.hockey. On... No, I don't know. I didn't cover it then. <laughs> no. Uh, the Falcons won the title in a thrilling penalty shootout after a 1-1 draw against the Falcons. Southern Alpine. Alpine. We've got to Australian accent, mate. The Falcons. Alpine. Falcons. Falcons. Can Falcons. Say Falcons. The Falcons. The Falcons, Falcons. Do I, do I, would I say Falk, Falk, would I say Falk you? No, I wouldn't. No, no I'd say Falk you. They're Falcons, mate. I'll go 350XY Falcon. Alright, goal scorers, John, uh, Haraki, oh no, that's, that's the bronze game. Uh, anyway, uh, Haraki Mavericks, 4-1 winners over the Northern Tridents in the four-team competition. Uh, two Sams on the scoreboard in normal time. In the game, Central Falcons, Sam Hiha on 58 minutes and Sam Lane on 60 minutes with the reply for the Southern Alpiners. Also from New Zealand, a couple of announcements for life memberships. One to Cheryl Law. Cheryl's tallied over 40 years of service to hockey. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, both uh, Rick and Cheryl were awarded Queen's Service Medals for service to hockey in the 2019 New Year's Honours. Lovely, great work. I apologise that I won't go all the way through, but you can go to hockeynz.co.nz to get the story. The other one being Sir Owen G. Glenn. Sir Owen G. Glenn has been an active supporter and significant financial backer of hockey in New Zealand for the past decade. His love for hockey began many years earlier as a club player for the Albertians Mangare Mangaree Club in Auckland. After a highly successful business career, Sir Owen re-engaged with hockey in 2011 and has since provided a game-changing level of support across all areas of our sport, from community and development to events and high performance. Now, he has thrown a lot of money, a lot of money at at hockey in New Zealand. Um, So, uh, final line here is, hockey is indebted to Sir Owen for his generosity, passion and commitment. He's been a true friend to our sport. um... Has hockey in New Zealand improved? With Sir Owen's um, financial input? Well, I would think it's not worse off, at the very least. Right. Fair enough. Um, and I'm not close enough to make a, a definitive... We've talked about some things that have gone on with him in the past or whatever, but he's obviously passionate about his hockey. and You, know, you, you can have disagreements, but understand that... that where it comes from, that if you've got someone's got a passion for something and you disagree on their point of view, that's all right. But yeah, yeah. Um, what it does pose the question to me, and this is only inspired by him, not about him. But say you, um, say you suddenly found out you owned Jersey, 
or, <laughs> or a, a jersey. No, the jersey. <laughs> That's the island. Yeah. Or something like, suddenly you discovered that you just, you were like Bill Gates rich or yeah. not yeah, even yeah, yeah. half or a quarter or whatever, but had a lot of money and you could throw millions at something. Yeah. I know that for you, it would probably be <laughs> hockey, right? Yeah. You wouldn't be able to help yourself. What would, what, how, how would you throw that money? And do you think that gives you a right to dictate policy? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, there would be the new four pitch, uh, Matt Allen Stadium. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 asking me. the Matt Allen, Matt Allen Stadium for excellence. Um, that would, it would need to be called that. Wouldn't there be the, um, Matt Allen Institute for Umpire Communications. Mate, there'll be different divisions. The, the yeah. Many buildings on campus. <laughs> and, I don't, no, and I don't want the pitches right next to each other to spread out a little bit. Now, just say you had a pocket full of money and you went, you know what, the best thing I can do in Rupp Falky right now is throw this money there. Is there something you could think about? You know, remember laughingly, many episodes ago I said, there was a $20 million bloody draw coming up or something stupid of $40 million in the local lotto and I said something along the lines, oh, if I win this, I'll pay for Pakistan to be in the pro league yeah, for yeah, two yeah. years. <laughs> but I'm going to be the coach and go and hire all these other people to do the stuff that the coach normally does and I'll just sit back there in the stand and get my photo taken with a trophy at the end of it. Yeah. And joke, ha, ha, ha. No, that, you, no it wasn't oh, well, I you wasn't were joking. Being, I was being serious. Yeah, I was being serious. serious. But... That sort of idea. If you could do something, would you just go to Canada and say, you guys have done it really tough for a long time now. Let, let's get you going properly and have a real tilt at it. Uh, wasn't, wasn't that what Drag Flick were doing? I'm not going there. <laughs> you brought that up, not me. Let's get back to the point. Historical piece. Um, it's good to see um, hockey style. Oh, that's your question. Ho- hockey, You're what? just ignoring What was the question? Oh, God, keep going. <laughs> you don't want an answer. Um, hockeystyle.nl uh, d- done an Instagram post story and then a tweet and something else um, this evening with reference to show 173 of the reverse stick um, and I translated it back on Google and it said this podcast has been going for a long time <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking well now that's 174 like these poor buggers are listening to it now <laughs> this one's been going for a long time <laughs> Take it as a compliment. Is that a paradox? Thanks. Mm. I've just noticed here on the Twitter feed there's some new self-pass t-shirts out. They look nice. That's a nice shirt. They've got self-pass on the front of them. Yep. With a little self-pass thing. Yeah, very nice. triangle stuff. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? That'd be the the brand brand that that they're making it. You can see on the collar that the little tag has it. I hope you sound more than we do. (laughs) You could have just put the reverse stick. You know I mean, what? This is clever marketing. You know what today the name is? name of your brand on your T-shirt. John, do you know what day it is today? Hi, I'm from giveitawack.com. <laughs> and we put TRS tiny in the corner so you don't have to actually admit that you listen to the, to the podcast. If you do listen to the podcast and you want to encourage some friends to do so, maybe leave us a review. Maybe just tell a mate in the car, just whack it on on the way to your game this weekend. We would... Really appreciate it. We've um, we just realised this week as well, John, that since Apple updated its categories uh, back in 2018, we haven't upgraded our categories. So we still appear in the, the sport and recreation group. 
So that's the reason why we're not number one in the hockey uh, podcast charts. Is that what you're telling potential? Um, that's what I'm telling you and people that are listening. Right uh, now. Well, that that will interest our listeners. But we don't, John. Did you say advertisers? No, that's a dirty word to us, John. We don't need advertisers. We don't need a headline sponsor, John, because we have a wonderful Patreon family that support us. We would like you to support us too with our hockey podcast endeavours. Please go to patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick. Get involved. Legend tier. Start. One of the tiers. There's three tiers. Get involved with the tiers. And there's a very special bonus. Ooh, very long. 50 uh, minute pre-show. Pre-podcast. Podcast. Never get for this week's show. Again. Never get um, back. What's the name of the bias of coffee one? buymeacoffee.com forward slash the reverse stick. You know but what, it's not a coffee, it's a beer. You but, know what we need to sign up to? Go on. Buy me a lottery ticket. No, win, win me a lottery ticket. <laughs> buy me the winning lottery <laughs> ticket. You are listening to the reverse stick, the global hockey podcast. And John, happy Mark Apple Day. Thank you once again to Ross from Top of the D for reminding us. It's Mark Apple Day, the day that the German goalkeeper scored a goal in addition. Oh, yes. (laughs) One of the truly great highlights. Forget your pizza, forget your dodgy bellies. Chuck a goalkeeper at centre forward. He'll nip in (laughs) him. It was brilliant, wasn't it? Well, you know what? After all a... the woes around it, and the, the, we're down to eleven yeah. players, and you know one of the cleaners is on the bench for us. But that—that's a, a story that is at the international level, played out at the international level, that plays out at club level as well. It's just as likely to happen playing at your local club as it is on an international field, and that proved it because we've played. That way, you get your pizza, mate. Well. I remember playing a game with uh, Ross, and Ross. Goalie. Oh, you know, you know, you know, Ross, folks. Yeah, you know Ross, goalie Ross. Now you know who I'm talking about. And um, we were oh, short. that Ross. We were yeah, short. Yeah. Ross, go and stand out on the wing, because he's a goalie. What what else can you do with goalie? Just go and stand out there and run off the ball. Did you say Fat Ross before? No. No, no. What do no. you say? No, I would Goal- say Chief Chirper, not Fat Ross. Carry on. He's an Ewok. Short, fat, and hairy. Anyway, that's his, that's, that's how he introduced himself. Don't worry, folks. Um, <laughs> funny story. Um, but we stuck Ross out there, go out on the wing yep. and just be there. Yep. And he did be there. Yep. And, <laughs> and we just did score. Huh? In very, we were short. We needed a blow. We only won by that goal that our very own yeah. Mark Appel had uh, scored for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. It, it's that's what makes it such a great story. We got that fascinating stuff. Um, but that's why it's such a great story. There will there will be questions later on. Who from? Well, with the quiz, obviously. Are you going to quiz? Relating me? to that? No, to that story for the listener. Come on, John, keep up. Um, yeah, what a lovely, heartwarming story. It was. We covered that, didn't we? Yeah. Just um, like Chirper. Appointments. Uh, Neil's teeth and stepped down from Belgium. Some bloke from a Dutch club, he's taken <laughs> the job. Uh, 
Canada have appointed uh, some guy with Dutch experience to be the new men's head. Uh, 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 not well, yes, men's head coach, but work with the existing team there as well. That's good to see. What do you mean? I men's just want head to speak coach and been, work with the existing we've been, team. We've been there. going a lot. We've been going a long time. So, we're just so gonna, he's not we're, coaching hockey. We're going to yes, work with hockey. It's all hockey. We're working for it. Um, do you want to do uh, social media fail of the week? Oh yeah, go on. Go on, say the thing then. Social media bill of the week. Got two of them. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thank you. Got two of them. Um, I, well, noticed yesterday that was uh, the birthday of a good friend of the show, Mr. Stephen Finn later. Findo, Findo, And uh, it was his birthday. Findo. Now, ordinarily, we do not do birthday celebrations, but I thought... A celebration of this man's birthday was worthwhile. An unsung hero of European and Irish hockey. He deserved a little nod to his birthday. I did post it on our WhatsApp group as a bit of fun and got no response. I thought, well, got no response. I think I'll put it out there. John? You know Fido's Irish, don't you? Our most. Do you know by now he knows when your birthday is? No, he won't know when mine is. Well, will he? Are you sure about that? Who's Willie? <laughs> Willie's the bloke that told him when your birthday <laughs> is. Oh, in fact, that's who, that's who told me when his birthday was as well. Bloody go. Willie. If I was you, I'd be just, what, I, I, you know. Just, anyway, oh. I put it out there. Our most successful, um, tweet in, oh, probably six months. We're going to start doing birthdays again. What? All right? Not because I agree. I'm still not saying happy birthday to people on Facebook on, on a personal level because it, you know that's not the style. But if it's people we like and we know, I'm, I'm, we're going to put the... put the, You're uh, going to give them the star yeah, treatment. Yeah. yeah. Star treatment. Star treatment. It's either star treatment or you, you're, you're everything nobody. or nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is yeah, that yeah, it? Yeah, you're just yeah. nothing. We're very you. clear. We're very clear about where... Uh, admiration stands. Oh, drawing some lines. Yes, yeah. yeah, I think that's what. And the other thing, got but there. the other social media issue was, I put a photograph of me, the wife, and the the young one receiving a, a school award, the most likes of a photograph I've ever had on Facebook. Yep. That's so it. pictures of kids, with or without happy parents, yep. coupled with dogs. Dogs, animals. Go- if you can get some animals, in the, uh, the the most successful post our band has ever had is the picture of my dog. So we're going for dog birthdays with a hockey stick in their mouth, Ooh. and a child patting on the top. How about with a, mum smiling at child? A child with a hockey stick and a dog sort of chasing the ball around. Okay, all right. I'll there you go, folks. That. I got the dog to chase the ball around, and you got the kid to whack it. Watch out for it on our social media channels Facebook, Instagram and Twitter all at the r- are we gonna, r- are we stick. drip feed that stuff or just smash it? We're going to smash it. We'll, do a, we'll do a full co- social media campaign. We're it's seeing, some, acti- we're seeing some activity again from Pakistan Hockey. Um, our friend handed over the um, the account credentials the other day and yep. uh, there's a, a new firm looking after so we're starting to see some activity from Pakistan again, which is great to see. 
Matt's missed really far. No, we're going to miss that for now. Jeff, thanks for keeping on sending stuff through. Talking about Pakistan, a rather sad tweet from Imran Butt, the goalkeeper, uh, but this evening saying uh, there's talk of uh, mm. well, Imran Khan talk talking as the, the, the Prime Minister there of defunding and disbanding the hockey department. So we'll watch with interest with that. We do have some contact with uh, we've got to follow a few, that up. A few Pakistan players at the moment. So on, on the we're, surface, we're, we're it bring, sounds like a fairly serious situation. Yeah, we're, we're going to bring that to you very soon. Uh, oh, jeez, we're talking about birthdays before John. Very quickly, happy birthday in the week to Mr. Lee Senior, your dad, eighty-three, oh, eighty-three years old. Too. Happy birthday, Mike. There you go, Doctor Mike. Doctor Mike. Mr. Do- it's not Mr. Dr. Mike, is it? No, it's just Dr. Mr. Dr. Mike. Just Dr. 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 Michael Lee. Mr. Dr. Dr. Mike. Dr. 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 Mike. 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 No, happy birthday, Dad. And, Mike, and he's Mike. been a big supporter of what we do. So, uh, it's fantastic. I'll have to send him that. And Mike, just got to remember, mate, just keep on giving it a whack. Uh, he's a hockey player. He was a hockey player back yeah? in his day. I told you about, I used to have, I don't know whatever happened to him, these hockey boots, and they were literally a pair of leather boots, ankle straps, ankle strappers, went right up around I've seen the adverts for them, mate. With um, um, metal studs nailed into the the leather sole. Brilliant. Um, Uh, Thank you, mate. uh, Yeah, thanks. Oh, look, thanks for joining us, guys. Episode 174. Happy, happy, joy, joy, everybody. Um, Next week will be the pre-Christmas show show. Um... If you've got something you want to talk about, send us an email, matt at thereversestick.net or john at thereversestick.net. If you enjoyed the show, please tell your mates, leave us a review somewhere. If you didn't, never listen again. We don't, we don't want you here. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, folks. It's uh, a bit late this week, but we got there in the end. Oh, we, we just did that. We do not need to have anything extra on the end. That's far too bloody long. Sorry. That's it. We're, we're, we're done. All right? I'll yeah. just cut it. Yeah.